might as well just dive right in, right? Yeah, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Long Lost Trails podcast. You know where you, why you're here. We're going to talk about Watchmen. Um, the, the seventh episode of the series, An Almost Religious Awe, is that what we just saw? Um, uh, yes, it was. And yeah. if you read the description on HBO Go, it says, Under Lady True's care, Angela undergoes an unconventional treatment while Agent Blake chases down a lead. Elsewhere, the smartest man in the world delivers a stunning defense of his past actions. I find no fitter, dis- no fitter description ever going to be more apt than that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, this is the fantastic show. This show is just out of control. <laughs> out of control good. Like, oh my god. Here, I, 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 mean, I think both of us are basically, you know, minutes out of, out of watching this thing. We just couldn't wait. Yeah. Um, um, well, hello, I'm Frank. AJ, are you, are you doing well this evening <laughs> in Chicago? I mean, reporting live from Chicago, I guess I'm calling in. Uh, I don't have all my regular stuff. I'm here on a trade show, and uh, I'm I got I had a business dinner I had to go to, and but, I am. But the a, ship keeps moving because this, this these shows keep coming out every week. Um, I don't I don't even know where to begin. Um, I, I mean, can we begin at the end? Yeah, I mean we we told the whole spoiler <laughs> the spoiler free review. I mean it's awesome. I mean it's a great fantastic show. With everything, here's spoilers. Um, in three, two, one. I mean, he's back, but he was here the whole time. Doctor Manhattan hiding in plain sight, like something that we maybe thought could have been a thing. Right. Um, it, it it also like makes sense that like no one knows where he is, right? Like. Yeah. Because even he didn't know where he was. Like he really was hiding. So we gotta believe now. I mean, more than anything else. That Lady True is responsible for where our buddy Ozymandias is. Oh, yes. I mean, an- another shot uh, that's like you see Adrian and then it, it, it blends into that, that gold statue thing. You know, whether that's literal or if that's just like an homage, I think she <laughs> totally she encased him in carbonite gold? <laughs> yeah, well, and, th- and then the other thing is like, so... A few episodes back, when he he wrote out the message on Europa, quote right. unquote, if it really is, it it says save me D. Is it save me Doctor Manhattan? Save me Dan? I mean, probably Doctor Manhattan. But if if Doctor Manhattan sent him there, and then Doctor Manhattan went into hiding, hmm. or went in, try to experience a human life, uh, he wouldn't remember that he left Adrian there. Um, and whatever uh, image that they're they're showing the public that he's on Mars doing whatever is clearly doctored. Um, yeah. I just, the, uh, it's like it's brutal that she has to like kill him, or in some way to to bring him back to life. I yeah, guess. Black Manta, man, he was so good. He was such a cool character. You know, but the the interesting thing is, oh, Laurie Blake. The, well, but did you watch the, the teaser for next week? Not the whole... I made it through a little bit of it, and then I lost my connection right when she got behind the car for the dogfight. Okay. Well, but they show uh, Them on a sort date. of a clip of, of Dr. Manhattan, and I think he's going to continue playing him, actually. So, oh, John shit. Osterman. That's nuts. That is nuts. And, I mean, I think, again, like... 
I think that's what's so interesting about the show that they're they're trying to um, really break down those barriers of race, right? Like this is something like we wouldn't have expected Hooded Justice to be a black man. We wouldn't have expected Doctor Manhattan to be portrayed by a black man. Like all these things, like right, they're, they're like going right at it because because they can and they're they're trying to make this message clearly about race. Like you have on the other side. Um, uh, Joe Keen, that is like, you know, uh, a part of the Seventh Cavalry, and they have this this big thing that they're going to come up with, and and it's really it's interesting because even they had some of the true technologies, so it's the lines are getting really blurred. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I think okay. Slow down. All right. Yeah. All right. So we got all of that out. All right. So ultimately, this episode is kind of like a a, a step to of Angela coming out of the nostalgia where it's blending with her and she's taking in um, some kind of uh, treatment that they have developed, actually, for people who take other people's nostalgia. And, again, like, those, like, little 10-minute sci-fi... This was actually maybe a 40-minute sci-fi episode where Mm -hmm. you have, like, some really wild element. So there's this small little, like, one-minute sequence of a flower opening and then describing what they're doing in your body while you're undergoing this treatment and it's like composed to do exactly what they do and then she, when she wakes up and comes out of it lady true's like what do you think are you cool with that and I'm like <laughs> it's just that's like a wild way to think about your psyche yeah it's like this tutorial that like you would normally click play on your browser before you you get started on you know some new software <laughs> yeah, and it's like in your brain i mean of course like oh my that's god that's where they're at in this world so and then, and then she's hooked up to a fucking elephant <laughs> like, yeah that yeah. that's some that's the second part uh that's wild shit but very cool i'm 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 totally into that and i would be down to like I mean, what's interesting about, like, this version is, like, they're looking at, like, this implication, but, like, they don't think about, like, you know, this dude's going to be a 118-year-old guy's brain inside of an elephant. You think he's going to get into some fucking trouble? <laughs> like, you know? Well, like... It, it's, like, it, it's so many layers because, like, you know, they, they talk about how, or they just, like, in general, like, it, it's it implied that elephants have great memory, blah, blah, yeah, blah. So, yeah, like, yeah, are, yeah, yeah. they insert his memories into this. Is the will that we know actually a clone of the will from is, is the this past? elephant gonna talk? Like if the elephant's gonna talk, <laughs> I'm hundred and eighteen percent in. <laughs> like, but 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 she just said that uh, or Lady True just said that she cloned her mother and brought her giving her mother the memories of, of her old life. Like, that's really we, fucked up. That is really Yeah. <laughs> that's really fucked up. But do you think that they're doing the same thing with Will and then she's also like Lady True said something that her father's going to be there. Like, who's her father? Is it, is it Will? Is it like Ozymandias? Is it Doctor Manhattan? Who is Comet's father? <laughs> Tune in next week. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's going to be. Oh shit! I don't know. Uh, I think that she's probably talking about Doctor Manhattan. I don't know if she's talking about Ozymandias. Who would Ozymandias be in fucking in fucking Vietnam? I don't know. Yeah. Um, is it is it is it or like my theory a few weeks ago? Is it the comedian? Uh, They're all intertwined. I don't know. Um, okay. We see more of Angela's backstory here. So like you yes. get. So I gotta tell you, I was fucking sobbing. I was fucking sobbing. 
because I I love this character. Like, this is she's so much more fleshed out than Batman. Like, yeah. she's just so rich. Like, it, this is she's got to win something. They have to give her something for this. This is epic, epic. And she, yeah, and outstanding work every week over week. Week over week. And the experiences of seeing her reliving the memories and going through her past and seeing, you know, kind of her origin story is is nuts. It's really intense and and like overlaid with with Will's memories from last week and you know yeah. you see like the how everything mirrors and you know the tragedy of her parents getting killed and it's just and, you know then she's got the badge and the sister knight. VHS, like it, it's all like, yeah, her origin story, like all these things, like from her childhood that like forced her to become who she was. And, you know, last week we had the teaser for this episode and it set, it showed that we were going to meet her grandmother. And like, I had this, like, especially when, you know, they finally meet, I'm like, there's, she's, there's no way she's getting out of Saigon because we know that yeah. She meets Cal in Saigon and she gets married and moves to Tulsa afterwards. I'm like, I don't know if she would move to Tulsa as a kid and then go back to Vietnam. That just didn't track. And it's yeah, another tragedy. Like are are first of all, are these instances in her life like just truly circumstance that her parents were in the wrong place at the wrong time, that her grandmother had a heart heart attack right there around her, or is someone orchestrating stuff? Or is, is someone playing with her life and, you know... Do you think, Dr. Man, you think Dr. Manhattan is purposefully fucking with like, her? Or, or you know, I mean, what what did Will... What kind of influence did Will have as Hooded Justice? Like, once he be, stopped being Hooded Justice, like, did he not want her to find out about him? Um, okay. I don't know. You know, it, it's... But then, obviously, later on he did because he wanted her to take the pills. That's true. Um, you know, it's sad that you're, n you're never going to have that Will and um, Angela, you know, stop and chat or meet and greet. Like, that kind of sucks now. Like, you only had that one scene. And, like, to think of all the questions we'd ask him now if we'd only known what was going on, you know, that's what kind of is... Uh, so important about last week's episode and kind of how that will, you know, go down as we, you know, go forward into the next few episodes. Okay. But well, what do you mean? What do you think? Where is Will? Will is in the elephant. But like, he was there like a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> just like, he was like with them, like, uh, with lady true. And they were looking up the clock. Right. But they're not giving her elephant. They're not giving her elephant DNA. Like they're giving her, like that camp, that would be so fucked up. They so he like he decided to you know put his memories into the elephant and like well, abandon his body. He said in a couple of episodes ago that like in a couple of days you know shit's gonna change you know. Mm. So like I think maybe he was referring to that, and I think he wants to kind of live in peace. Like he's never mm. like had peace in his life ever. Like he's always had some kind of trauma. Like we don't even know what he's been up to since. Uh, post uh, nineteen thirty eight. <laughs> you know? right. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So, um, and I also think that there's going to be another hood of justice, and I hope that they flesh that out. I think that mm -hmm. there's, given what we know from the comic, like, and what uh, Hollis Mason wrote in, or what Alan Moore wrote uh, that Hollis Mason wrote in Under the Hood, uh, 
that, you know, he was, like, racist and, like, he was, like, a Nazi sympathizer. So I think that there's got to be a certain time when the, the mantle may have passed. And I think, hmm. we, I think we'll see that. Because um, they got a retcon for that stuff in the book, I think. But we'll we'll go we will go on you know for certain. Yeah. All right, the Lori Blake scene had me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love how like she's like I don't want to hear you fucking monologuing. <laughs> Just get to the point. Like the, that like that was also the show and the show writers like knowing that we're paying attention and are like just get to the fucking point. <laughs> it was great. I loved the. Uh, I really liked how when she was sitting in the chair and then the lady had the clicker, I had literally no idea what was going to happen. I had no fucking clue. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it didn't seem to me that it was going to be, obviously she didn't pull out a gun to shoot her. Right. Well, it like, was going to be something, but like, what's is she going to get vaporized? Is she going to like... <laughs> what's happening? What, are you, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? I love that. Uh, I mean, of course she's in on it. Of, yeah, course, of course she's in on it. Of course she's like, in on it. The whole time. All right. Uh, so so we, we know more about um, Joe Keen's plot. He's going to try to become some uh, Dr. Manhattan-esque yeah. character, I guess, wants, after drawing him out in, into the public or something. Why does everybody um, want to Jafar this shit? Like, why can't, like, we, you know, why are we building the Ironmonger um, guy from Iron Man 1? Like, why can't we fucking do some other shit? I don't get yeah. it. Okay. Um, we we also know that um, Looking Glass most likely survived. survived. Yeah, we um, knew we knew that. I knew that. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, you know, there's just still so many missing pieces. We don't. We still don't know what happened with Squid Guy. Who's Squid Guy? <laughs> like, or uh, the Lube Guy? That's what we were calling him. Oh right? yeah, yeah, Lube Guy. Lube Guy is way good. Where's fucking Lube Guy? Um, um, two episodes, man. Like uh, the, they're. They delivered in so many ways this week in, in answers. And um, the clock, the countdown on that clock is like, I think the last we heard was four hours or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm thinking next week that, that shit's going to happen. Um, and then, like, we got to talk about Vite. Like, this scene. <laughs> I mean, this is like some trippy shit. So, like, everything. It's that's so been, weird. So everything that's been going on with Adrian is on a separate timeline. Completely separate from the show continuity we watch now. Yeah. I mean, from the last we saw to now, another 365 <laughs> days have passed. A whole year. They've been the doing this deliberating here. Of these clones that have not gone to law school. No. Are just yelling at each other. And uh, I, I got to say, um, it was a nice. I think that of all the, the way. Okay. The attention that they've paid to the, like, the OG Watchmen characters. They've really done a nice job in uh, taking Ozymandias from the comic, which is like he's aloof, and then when you read it, you're like, oh, he's the bad guy again. Oh, right, he's the bad guy again. But then when you go through it this time, like they give him so much to do, and like, and also so not because I gotta tell you, I haven't had a really seen a really great fart gag in a long goddamn time. <laughs> And it just seemed to me like Jeremy Irons at his peak Jeremy Irons. Like, Jeremy Irons maybe in this moment is, like, pulling, like, some kind of, like, Ian McKellen, like, Patrick Stewart shit. <laughs> like, because that's fucking epic. Like, 
That's going to be a meme for years. Oh, of course. For I years. Mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> he, uh, did he say a word in this episode, or was it just the fart? No, he just stood up and he farted, this glorious fart. And he sat down. And then they let in the pigs. Like, what? It's a really weird Pink Floyd fucking dream <laughs> in wherever fucking Adrian Veidt lives. Well, and you know, it's like the more and more that we've seen this this stuff with the drug nostalgia and, and the the impact of memories and and what is reality and what isn't like i mean for all we know he could just be like locked up in a cage somewhere and this is all in his head um i mean it's uh, it could be truly in, on europa and he's just stuck there without anyone able to rescue him because well true does know. mention that she created that microfusion spacecraft at 30 so she's traveling around if they have microfusion, they're doing kind of crazy space traveling at this point. So it wouldn't. I think it would definitely work for me that he's in sure. space and that he came back in the thing in the the comet. Maybe that's right. like that. Maybe that's like where he fits into the continuity of now. Sure. Um, All right. So to me, like there, there's still like these two big entities going coming to a head. Um, I think probably next week and then the final episode is going to be the fallout. But, you know, we have the millennium millennium clock is going to tick and hit its uh, hit its end because she has some sort of plot that's going to save humanity. Obviously, she knows, I think, who Dr. Manhattan is. She totally knows who Dr. Manhattan is. Yeah. And then on the flip side, you've got um, uh, Keen and the. Uh, Rorschach, 7th Cavalry people, slash the KKK, um, doing their plot, which is like, you know, everything is going to come together uh, up against each other. Like, at at first, there was a moment this week where I was going to wonder if they were, like, actually working on the same side, because I saw uh, that they had the true technology stuff, but I guess that stuff is just so much in the public, like... She's a trillionaire. Of course, she sells products that people could just buy, and of course, they would just be able to create some sort of weird teleportation devices out of it. <laughs> like, sure, naturally, naturally. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it seems like next week we're going to actually meet Doctor Manhattan. Um, yeah, and, we're going to see uh, him on the show for the first time. See him on the show for the first time, and oh, I'm sad. You know what? I just I think Billy Crudup was a great Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's his fault. Like I think also what's different about this Dr. Manhattan and and Zack Snyder's is the glowy lighty thing. Maybe the glowy lighty thing was a bit much. The glowy mm. lighty thing could have only been achieved with the technology that we were able to have in 2009, right? Yeah. So like back in, you know, 1985, like when they're thinking about blue guys and like having these like more janky costumes, I kind of get if, like, Dr. Manhattan is just, like, looks like a human, but he's just blue. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, more like, like kind of like a Neumoidian, I know I'm always bringing up Neumoidians, but, like, like kind yeah. of this, like, different, um, just, like, a different looking skin tone. Yeah, and it would I be mean, a- there, there's a few scenes, and, like, especially when he first emerges in the comic book, um, it's like, oh, he glows and, like, emits all this UV rays and everyone gets this, like, sunburn, like... So it's not, like, completely unheard of, but I think, you know, that yeah. was definitely extreme when he first, like, came to being. Right. Um, 
I don't know, man. I, I'm. It's, it's such a great show. It's just so exciting. It's so deep. It's like it's it, so deep. It's so, you really. It's it's deep, but it's also not because it really does explore. I think in a way that none of the like this is the best superhero movie that that you could do. I mean, this is David Lindelof's superhero movie. Yes. I mean, that's. Oh just, yeah. It, it's this is his. This is his shot to do it. You get some decent, nice action scenes every couple, you know, uh, minutes, and you do get to experience something that, if you really love the comic, like this, and like, or if you just like know what happens, like, this is all so fun. I I want to talk to somebody who didn't read the comic and is like watching this show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I want to know what like they think. Shayna to me isn't a good example because I've tell I've told her so like I, or I've like I've had the panels out and I've been like this is what happens here. Or we tried to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I love it. I think it's great. I'm. I, I don't know. I'm sad that it's it's almost over. I don't I don't know if it's it's going to be fun to rewatch and revisit. Like that's something. Uh, yeah. That's going to be fun with this. I agree. I think, you know, we've been going week to week and, you know, speculating and trying to trying to get a pulse on what the hell is happening because it, it jumps around and you focus on certain characters. Um, but this one, I think we we got a good touch on everybody. Um, and I feel like kind of all the plot lines are really about to collide or have been colliding. Yeah. And yeah, like rewatching the whole thing will I'm sure we'll find so many so, other details like, and Easter eggs and everything. So to me, like, it just seems like, so why would Dr. Manhattan go back to, to Vietnam? Like, like, this is like a question I have for Dr. Manhattan. Like, mm. excuse me, sir. Um, we were told <laughs> you'd be out there potentially creating other galaxies and the whole DC universe, but you're here in Vietnam. <laughs> please, <laughs> please explain. Um, yeah, you're, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, like, if he goes away in in '85, and it decides to go experiment and creates this whole existence on another planet, maybe creates life, the clones, and everything. Why come back to to Earth? I mean, does he really miss it all, or like, does he see that he needs to be here? He needs to be in hiding. Like, he, you know, his. He sees time in a different way than we do. So, but like, he doesn't. But it doesn't seem to me like he's been being Doctor Manhattan. It seems no. to me like he's been more or less being this other character who's been, you know, uh, just being kind of a stay-at-home dad. You know, like that's at least what we get to see of him. Like, hmm. do we see him do anything else in the show? No. No. I mean, unless he like, it's like truly just for the safety of everybody that he needs to be ready and like he needed someone to, you know, like you want to have your that weapon in in your back pop pocket, right? Like maybe he saw the future and was like, I need to be on Earth and ready, but like I can't be out in the open otherwise I'm gonna cause you know so problems between. Did like, Lori Blake know she was seeing Manhattan? I doubt it. When she spoke to Cal, I, I doubt it. I don't know. And then we also know, got confirmed that um, True Technologies created the Dr. Manhattan booths, and, you know, he's definitely not getting the messages. Like, that's a whole other thing. But 
Yeah, but we but you, we knew that because it's fake. Like the castle on Mars that you see in the first yeah. episode is the same castle from Ozymandias, which means that you know we know he's not he's not there. You know, like what we're thinking he's building castles out of sand. Thirty years, <laughs> he's fucking Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> like, like, yeah. He's he could have created whole trillions of universes by that point. Like we don't know. Okay, uh, the show's fantastic. What do you think the Millennium Clock does? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, like there was a moment where I thought it, they were all working together and it was going to be some giant mesmerizing device. Um, I don't think that's the case anymore. Um, I think I got nothing. That was the only thing I had until this week. <laughs> right. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think it's got to be some kind of like mind control device. I think that there's enough going on that they've figured out like more or less how to connect people's minds together. And I think this is going to be a way where it's not like necessarily going to be um, like that there's going to be some crazy light show from Tulsa and everyone's going to be able to go crazy like that we've seen Will do. I think that it's going to be a uh, some kind of a like a brain psychic wave event similar sure. to what happened last time. And kind of saying, like, this technology is real, but it's made by humans, and here's what happened, you know? Right. And, you know, psychic energy from the original, mesmerism from before, and nostalgia, the drug, all, like, dancing around this concept of, of you know, the the, the mind and the memories. And, yeah, I, I agree. I think there's got to be something there that they're doing. But it also seems kind of like... A little bit similar to what the other organization is trying to do, and they want to. Well, we don't. Well, it seems like I don't know why Joe Keen. I mean, to be a crazy evil supervillain. I mean, I guess that's fair, but um, that's nuts. That the son of the guy who outlawed superheroes wants to become the greatest superpowered villain. That's crazy, right? That's got to be. I mean, what if it just fails? What if he just fails and it like? Well, you can't. Not everybody can be. Not everybody can be Osterman. Like Osterman, and he he knew how to do this. So, okay. Uh, Do we have any? I mean, this is this is great. I mean, it's it. This show was going to get no respect because it's about superheroes. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it has one thing going for it that it's HBO. Um, They usually get nods for certain things, so maybe maybe it'll get lucky, but. It, you know, may, maybe it won't get like, you know, best drama or anything like that, but maybe some of the performances will, like Regina King. At least we can hope for. Um, all right, guys. Uh, this this show's been great. We can't wait to see what happens in the next two weeks. Um, break it down for you then. Um, but as always, uh, we are the Long Lost Heroes podcast. Um, you can follow us online at longlostheroes.net email us at info at longlostheroes.net you can uh, like and subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and all those podcasting platforms and you can find us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at LLH podcast Um, uh, keep an eye out for our episode on the Mandalorian episode 4 as well Uh, we're covering both shows right now and it's super exciting anything else on Watchmen buddy I'm good, man. Good job. Awesome. All right, bud. Uh, We'll catch you next time, everyone. Thanks so much. Take care.